Hi, have you heard about Bitcoin? Not Bitcoin, but Bitcoin. Bravo, India, Papa, Coin. Bitcoin is a new cryptocurrency that you can start mining today for free on ordinary computers. Unlike most altcoins, Bitcoin is not a clone of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is based on entirely new, more recent, and better code called CryptoNote. So unlike Bitcoin, Bitcoin has truly untraceable transactions, and we're working on adding distributed DNS functionality to Bitcoin. We're calling this .bip, and it will provide uncensorable domain names in an easy-to-use interface. Unlike previous systems attempting this, .bip will be simple for both a website owner and for people viewing websites. This will get it the worldwide adoption we need to keep speech free, and cyber squatting will not be a problem. Please help out with a donation or just share this with your friends if you can't chip in some cash or Bitcoin to save free speech around the world, because there are incoming regimes that hate honest criticism. Go to bitcoin.org. Once again, that's Bravo India Papa Coin.org. That's our word, brought to you by Bitcock and nothing else, I guess, Air in Las Vegas. No Discord. Yeah, you're finally here in the, in the studio with me. Uh, Volbert Studio Central. Yeah, it's much different than I envisioned. Yeah, it's very dirty at the moment. <laughs> oh, I definitely need to pick up a here. You, you need to get rid of the, the blackjack and the hookers, dude, because, yeah. you know, having the chicks laid across the, the couch ain't cool. Yeah. Actually, one of them's fake. One of them's one of those real dolls. Yeah, that's what I did with my oh. last, uh, my last, last, uh, last girlfriend. Yeah, made her into a real doll. Made her into a real doll. <laughs> Took a lot of flu- <laughs> <laughs> Took a lot of formaldehyde, but you know. Well, at least you learned some from Howard Stern. Does yeah. he? <laughs> doesn't he still have that real doll? Yeah, I don't, uh, no, he got yeah, he, chopped up. You, you, got, no, I didn't know. There that. was it was it was even back when he was still on A and E. Yeah. Yeah, not A and E. It's when he still had the the terrestrial radio show. Yeah, the not, terrestrial radio yeah. show. But he also had the the TV show on A and E, and they did like this whole like special about after it died or whatever. They actually showed it how it was all chopped up inside of a fucking trash can, <laughs> and they threw it out on the streets. Uh, they were like, "Rest in peace." It was the best sex he's ever had. He said so. But that was probably that was before he got married to Beth. was it Beth? Is that her new wife? Uh, it's been a while. I, I don't know. I haven't watched Stern since yeah since back then mm-hmm. since before he went on what Sirius. Or whatever it is, XM. Oh, oh, really? Back then? Yeah, yeah. Because I, uh, I listened to him a lot when I was in high school. This was what nineties, late nineties, and then nothing after that. Yeah. So yeah. We're, anyways, we're doing this show a little bit like um, Zombies, Governments, and You podcast. Have you heard that yet? Have you heard listen to that show? No, it's, it's, actually, was it was that the one show that actually? Uh, it's a couple bl- of blamed us for getting the Civil War. The Captain America yeah, Civil yeah, War. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we beat him to the punch, and you're knocking my mic stand over. Careful. Oh. Yeah, we have been drinking a little bit, so we're kind of kind of emulating that style where two people are sitting in a room drinking beer and talking about punk rock or... And shitty libertarians. Shitty libertarians. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, that's the Lulberts. If it, if it wasn't for libertarian drama, there would be no Lulberts. I'm sorry, there wouldn't be. It's basically all the... F- I think it's all the fun stuff of the fiends that you were that Michael's like, oh, I don't really want to talk about Larkin and Rose. Like... Fuck no, we're going to talk about Larkin. He's fucking a dragon. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I have the bet. Have the well, he was. That's probably not a thing anymore. But I did buy some dragon's blood, which I did tell Jim that there is a chance that Larkin may have actually tasted dragon's blood if that chick was on her period. <laughs> <laughs> but that means. <laughs> 
that may not be that i know it's not safe for work so you didn't want to stay inside of the smoke shop when we were getting hookah flavor <laughs> well because we had absolutely no be, be, be because isis theme on my phone <laughs> <laughs> right? well yeah and then like the guy yeah, i who, think he may have heard it because we were no he heard car. it dude he fucking yeah, eyeballed he, your ass yeah he eyeballed it was, i think he gave me a break because he's like you've been in here so many times we've chatted and we've been cool i think you were just having some jokey fun with your friends actually whatever. no he looked like he wanted to murder you yeah oh well <laughs> So if if you know if you want to know what happens to me, uh, check check out my uh, my tobacconist. He's probably the culprit behind my death if something happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's been going on in the world of libertarian? Like it's been so quiet. Like on the news front, I'm pretty much everything. It's been so dead well, because well, of the holidays, it, right? But it's also been because well, the whole Trump thing. Everyone's focused on Trump and the nap and moralizing on Facebook. So everyone has been basically switched, or the people I've seen have switched from bashing Trump and bashing the menarchists or ANCAPs who supported Trump. You can move my lamp if it's that yeah, much. Please. <laughs> I was like wondering, like, how come you're keeping it right next to you? No, I didn't. <laughs> the studio was built for two people. <laughs> the studio was built for no, you, and, I'm, and, for and I, I'm just an invader. Yeah. <laughs> but you came with beer, so I'm happy. I did come with beer. Okay. But yeah, Mike, 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 control, please. <laughs> but there You'll is make a terrible rapper. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm white. Yes. Mm, LP. That's my argument against that. LP. <laughs> LP. OK, go ahead. Eminent. Well, Eminent. But no, I've been listening to that Run of the Jewels album for the last couple of days. Man. Oh, that's great. Nah. Anyways. No. OK. So moralizing. People have gone back to moralizing not specifically mentioning the nap or anything like that, but laying basic arguments that one would make when they were just a newly minted libertarian or newly converted or however you want to put it. Yeah. Oh, we're just two consenting adults having sex. Like, no, it's, it's a, it's a five-year-old. <laughs> well, speaking of which, and, and I will announce this, that it is official that California has legalized child prostitution. I need to Google that. I, I need to, I always like to no, fact check everything. Yeah, fact check. So I'll get angry emails from, from Jeremy, like, how come you fact checked my guest? <laughs> you didn't fact check, fact, your, fact check your own. So what was it, uh, California? Well, you can either, either go to Zero Hedge, which had it, or, yeah, just Google it. California child prostitution law. Um, oh, here we go. New law in California does not legalize child prostitution, NBC News. Verify ABC 10. Did, uh, did uh, California legalize child prostitution? Uh, we can say that uh, TLDR. Um, let's see. Uh, currently a minor even. Oh, thank you. That's exactly what I. I, I you know what? I'm sorry. No, any you, any, you, any you website that audio plays video or audio? No, you, ha- you have to kill that website now, per Davi's rules. Yeah, per Davi's rules. Thank you, Davi. By the way, Davi is starting a new podcast, or a YouTube podcast. Really? Thing. Yeah, it's really good. It's basically stealing my idea, because <laughs> my Patreon has, has that driving shit home. Oh, yeah. So if you pay a dollar a month, you can, you can listen to me ra- ramble on about like in television for, for 15 minutes on my way home. Well, remind me, I'm going to have to give you a dollar. Uh, so Breitbart News, uh, that's that's, well, you know, that's a dumpster fire now. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we it seems like it. it's probably not true. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, it seems like there's I mean, there's be, some it, kind of law and it kind of sounds like they're doing that, but not really. And, you know, speaking of which, what do you think about Milo's book? 
and everyone fucking or all the lefties fucking going after it. Well, what I don't have you haven't even heard this. No. Okay, so Milo's book, which I guess is a, an auto. We are, we are doing a podcast, so it's good to yeah not bury the lead. <laughs> Milo is it's either a autobiography or biography. No, it's not autobiography. That's supposed to be set released like in March, and. It's on Amazon. It's like one of the, num- the most number one pre-ordered book on Amazon right now. Oh, wow. Sarah Silverman and some other fucking lefty comedian throwing a shit fit, and they want to get the book banned. They want the publisher to nix the book. So Before they even know what's inside of the book yet? Correct. Has he released any kind of no. like sample pages? Nothing? So no. they're just kind of basing this on what they assume he's... Right. What they normally do. They're trying to shut... You know, his entire point through a lot of it was, you know, not or try, not trying to shut down free speech or to win that fight. Mm-hmm. And they're doing exactly what yeah. he says they're doing. And yeah, well, making them look like fucking fools. Th- there is some value in Milo. Like I found him amusing for like a month. <laughs> and his, I really enjoyed. I watched almost every video he had from the Dangerous Faggot tour. Okay, to see the reactions from the SJWs, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. But he. At least early on, he had some great points. And when he had Christina Hoff Summers on, you know, where, where the Trigley Puff one came from. Yeah. I forget what school that was at. I forget what it was. I think it was Minnesota. Was it? Yeah, because the one that Crowder, Crowder, was, Crowder was up there, yeah. too. Now, I personally. Crowder not, usually doesn't like to travel a lot anymore. Right. Well, so. I'm not a big fan of Crowder, but what. I kind of do like Crowder. Right. But, no, but, <laughs> yeah. but what he did there, what they all did there, and I'm actually a fan of uh, Christina Summers. I think yeah, she's. A, Summers, yeah. yeah, I think she's. Well, she a, doesn't have bad audio like she did oh, on school. Oh, good so goddess, that was terrible. <laughs> But that's not her fault. We're gonna forgive. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna forgive her for that. But no, generally speaking, Milo had good things to say. But now, when, like later on, when it was just becoming way too obnoxious, he was just kind of ratcheting it up and doing the same obnoxious shit they were doing, and yeah, is going tit for tat. And I'm just yeah. like you lose the message at that point. Yeah, I I don't like I I have issues with Milo, but what I like about Milo, I can get just as just. I can get everything and then some with Ben Shapiro. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah, I agree. And I, 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 I'd be over the past week. I've been watching more and more Shapiro videos, and I say yeah. I am a fucking fan. I'm a huge. Yeah, fan I like now. I like Shapiro. Um, even though I, I disagree with a lot of what he says, sometimes, sometimes, a lot of the times, I, I end up doing do agreeing with him. Um, and he has a really good political analysis, even though he was dead wrong about Trump, and that's re- one of the reasons why I was wrong about Trump winning too. Um, or were you basing a lot of it off what he was saying? Some of it, yeah. Not all of it, but a lot of it. But the the dude has political chops. I mean... Well, no, I know he does. And on top of that, it was every Harvard, single poll except for LA Times. And Harvard Law School. outlier, it's kind of... Harvard funny. Law School. I mean, say what you want about Harvard, but the fact is that he graduated with a fucking law degree yeah. from Harvard. So... Yeah. And he's... You know. But Krug, didn't Krugman... Isn't he from MIT? Noam Chomsky's MIT. Um, yeah, but they're look look what they're <laughs> look what they are though. The, Bush no, was Yale. <laughs> yeah, but Bush was a C student in Yale, but yeah. still, that's Yale. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like him because because he there's basic. It's kind of like there's no filter when he when he says something like he's going to say something. And he doesn't really care if it offends you, and he's really dead set about like you know facts don't care about your feelings. That's like one of his little right, and he does it. I think okay. that's he coined that thing. No, he? he yeah, I believe he did. But one one thing about Milo versus. Ben, 
Milo will cuss, he or he will do his best not to cuss, but you can kind of see where he's going with that. Ben specifically goes out of his way not to cuss or not to use any type of vulgarity, yeah. which I believe makes him the better presenter. Yeah. You know, what's funny is um, he was actually saying on one of his podcasts, which is a great podcast, uh, The Ben Shapiro Show, he actually says that when, when the microphones are off, he cusses like a sailor. Yeah. And he was like, Any, anyone here will attest to that, but when I'm on the air... He, he, he keeps yeah. it professional. Which- yeah, he keeps it... Very P, uh, not PG, not PG. I was going to say not PC. Yeah. <laughs> he is not PC in the least. No, 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 no. He's very anti-PC. That's, that's kind of what I like about him. And, and the dude knows what he's talking about. He has some education. He follows the news very closely. He's, whereas Milo is just kind of like, let's just see what I can say to piss people off today. And that's kind of what I get from him. And the, he Because well, Milo's supposed to be the technology editor at Breitbart, but I've never, was, yeah. I've never seen him. Gamergate. That's what his, that's what his, that was yeah. his only thing was Gamergate because I've never seen him because uh, I've been on Brett Bar just to look at it and I've never seen an article from him. Everything that involved Milo was around his Dangerous Faggot Tour era yeah. or his anti uh, SJW, anti PC. But what, what got his name on the map was the Gamergate thing. If it wasn't for that, he'd still be like a nobody at Brett Bart saying. <laughs> Saying things that no, pretty much no one read, or saying things like Trump and Daddy, and there was one, there was one article, like spank me harder, Daddy, or some yeah, shit. I, I did some some uh, some video. I can't remember what the name of the article is, but he did some article. Where he was talking about there should be like limits to free speech. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, I've read that. Yeah, where he was saying like you know trolls should, <laughs> which is funny now, but trolls should kind of be uh, be limited in what they can interact with on the internet. There should be some sort of like legislation to prevent them from being trolls on the internet. Right, and that was actually one of the points that the media or other anti-Milo people brought up, and he fell flat on his face with that. But yeah, you can change your opinion, but you know, you reap what you sow. Like, careful what you wish for. <laughs> you know, and I was a liberal, so I I can kind of I have I, I'm fully. Okay with saying like okay, I, I advocated for these things. Here's here's this thing actually happening in California where I used to live, and now I'm seeing it. Watch it go down the toilet. I'm like, well, Uncle, I'm par- par- probably partially responsible for that. You know, <laughs> partially. Drink more beer. Yeah, <laughs> drink more. <laughs> mm. By the way, what are you drinking? Guinness. Why did you get Guinness? Because the Diesel Punk Stout that I told you I wanted to get was no longer at the only Smiths in Henderson uh. that had it. And so I had to make a quick decision. So I said, fuck it. And, and you know, I'm, I'm drinking Stone. Like yeah. right now I'm drinking the, uh, what is it? The, uh, the Ruination 2.0. I was going to say, if they had, if, well, if there was a place open this early in the morning with Kilt Lifter, I would have gotten it. Yeah. But no. And then the bottle I have in front of me uh, for later. In the podcast, whenever I'm run out of this stuff, is the uh, coffee stout. You, you said you like this one, right? Yeah, the milk coffee stout. Well, yeah. That was good. Stone has a habit of making everything an IPA. Like, oh, you want a porter? Well, here's a porter IPA. You know? Yeah. Oh, and then that, <laughs> that's actually why I have one of the issues with a lot of the ale that's sold here in Vegas because the vast majority of it's IPAs. Hardly any other variation stouts or uh, Irish, well, Irish stout, but Russian Imperials. Yeah. They've, I mean, you have to really know where to go to get them. Well, and I'm, I'm speaking of buying in, say, a, gro- a grocery store or just, you know, not going to a pub. Yeah. So, I mean, we could talk about Aces and Ales. Aces oh, and Ales has man, a whole, you know, place. it's got like 50 different, you know, home brews. Did you check out the other one? The, uh, the one that's nearby your house? No, I haven't been there yet. But yeah. I will want to announce this now. You're still thinking of a name, though, right? Or are you going to... Still thinking of a name. <laughs> <laughs> but... Are you going to do it in February? Or? Yeah, starting February, because I won't be so busy with work 
that we'll be expanding our Liberty or Liberty on the yeah, Rocks. I'm not gonna, you're not going to be making mine as much because you, because the plan was we were going to move it to Tuesdays because that's the day that you had off when you got your new job at Amazon. You were like, oh, I, I, don't worry, I'll have Tuesdays off. It'll be fine. And then we were like, all right, Tuesday it is. And then, <laughs> then you got there and they were like, oh, we're moving you. <laughs> yeah. So instead, so, yeah, so instead of having Tuesdays off, you're now going to have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday off. I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. And I'm going to be cashing out all my PTO after I get my refund, my, my theft refund. Um, yeah. So it, don't, well, it made sense, especially when I found out how much closer the Aces and L's on the uh, east side was to my place. It just yeah. made more sense to expand it to a second location and just host two events. Yeah, and there was um, there was actually someone in the Libertarian uh, Party in Nevada. Looks like the looks like I've equalized the audio. Yeah, I, well, sorry, I'm a fiend. <laughs> Everything's got to be a teaching, teaching hospital. hospital. Yeah, <laughs> teaching hospice. Jinx, motherfucker. And then of course now we're just blowing everybody the fuck out. With <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's one of my problems. I'm looking at the audio levels, and I'm always like, oh, I'm, I'm too loud. I should I should quiet down a little bit. No, no, I'm too quiet now. I'm no, yelling. I, I, I'm yeah. thinking my problem was I had the mic too close. But. Um. Yeah, uh, but they were complaining that it was on a Tuesday and it was on the other side of town. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, why about a weekend on the other side of town? So that way we can get two people in. And then when you have your people come over there, you can say, hey, if you guys want to come in on a Tuesday, there's a place over on the other side of yeah, town. Yeah, so we day. definitely make it kind of like Vegas-wide. Yeah, yeah. Because I've got a buddy. Um, he just recently quit Amazon, but he's interested in showing up to my event. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so um, if you're in Vegas – well, I know mine is always going to be the third Tuesday. You're probably going to do like the second Friday or the fourth yeah, Friday or yeah. something. No, but we'll it'd see. It'd probably be better just doing second yeah. Friday. So Liberty on the Rocks, Las Vegas. That's where we're posted. But yeah, that, Stone. But we go back to what I was saying. Like Stone, Stone. I think probably Stone and Fire. Careful with the mic. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I wish it had the base like my uh, my theremin stand does, where it's just a big. Or it's oh, smaller yeah. but heavier thing that just keeps everything balanced. Anyways, um, yeah, Stone was kind of one of – and Fire, Firestone Walker, yeah. they they kind of like to overhop everything. And it's kind of been like a staple ever since of California beers. Well, but then that's – generally kind of speaking, even – because when I first started getting into craft and brewing, I noticed and I read a lot of articles that said the same thing. A lot of American ales are all hop. Yeah. All hop. I mean the, Amer- you know, the American craft is hop. Well, yeah. Okay. So you like hop. I like stout and like mm-hmm. dark, dark ale, which you don't have to eat all day and you'll actually have a full stomach after mm-hmm. drinking. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I do like a good session beer, like one that's like low alcohol. So you're able to just sit there and just pound beer all night and not, not get wasted, but it's hard to do with stone. Cause all stone is like super like this milk stout 12 ounces was a 5%. That's nothing. For for a stout, for, no. For a stout, that's nothing. Stout yeah. should be up in the six to eight percent. That's true. Yeah, because <laughs> even even the, the stuff that I I brew specifically, which is an oatmeal stout, initially, like if I weren't to add any extra ingredients, it would come out maybe a five. I jacked that up. I jacked it up just with a couple ingredients to a seven percent. Oh, okay. So and that was just like extra molasses. I think that's it. I just added extra molasses and just yeah, I bumped it up. Yeah, but the the, the downside is is high alcohol ABV isn't about getting drunk a lot of the time, especially with craft beer. A lot of the time, alcohol. Hey, kitty. A lot of the time, alcohol acts kind of like a glutamate in beer, almost to an extent. Like alcohol, the higher alcohol content, a lot of times it'll actually bring out a lot of flavor in, in the beer. There is the like um, 
A great example of that is the old Rasputin. Have you had that? Yeah. Oh, dude. I love yeah, Rasputin. Right? Old Rasputin is, I found an old Rasputin clone, which I may actually base off the, the, the Russian Imperial that I want to do. Come get me all fuzzy while I'm doing a podcast. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Aces and Nails used to have that on Nitro. Oh, it was yeah. so good. Yeah. It was basically kind of like a really, really heavy Guinness because it had that nitrous oxide kind yeah. of pasteurization type. When uh, the uh, pizza shop we used to go to uh, down in Tucson, it was called Rocco's Little Chicago, and they always had craft ale there. And so I'd always be going like, what stouts you got? You know, every time you order, oh, order Chicago, Chicago, yeah. Chicago-style pizza with like, you know, r- or Old Rasputin or just some type of a stout. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if there was a heaven, that was it. Yeah. You know what? The, the one thing I will give libertarians is like I don't know any libertarians that drink shitty beer. Even the worst libertarians I know. No, not true. Ooh. Jackfest. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There I mean, were a couple people there who were drinking Budweiser and PBR, and yeah, I didn't see any PBR. No, I did. Oh, did you? Oh yeah. god, <laughs> run away! What was his name? Oh, I can't remember. He had his dog, Itty Bitty. I remember Pistol. Itty Bitty. Thistle, there we go. Thistle, yeah. No, Thistle. Thistle's good people, but oh, he, yeah. <laughs> Thistle's great people, but it's just had really poor taste in beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, we'll just leave it at that. But I want to see if I can gain any interest in this. I know it'll be a year from now. I have a plan if I can if I can actually facilitate it. Next New Year's Eve, I'm going to be trying to rent a suite up at Caesars to watch the fireworks. By the way, what? and if anyone. Any libertarian who listens to this and actually wants... You, you got like a good 12 months. <laughs> hey, I, I'm announcing this now. So, I, dude, I'm poor. So I'm going to have to actually save up to do this. So let's see. Uh, oh, I work... So, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. I, I, uh, assuming that I'm going to keep my current job and my current schedule. Because <laughs> asking for days off in December and any nursing job is like, don't even waste your time. If you happen to land on Christmas, great. If not, whatever. This is why I love working at Amazon. We I get think holidays off. I, but I'm going to get Christmas off and my birthday off, which is the 25th and 26th. But uh, the 31st, I have to work, which is a Sunday. However, I'm pretty sure I could convince one of the the, the, the Philippine f- people there. They would love to take Christmas off because I don't know if you know this about the Philippines. They're huge on Christmas. Like Christmas starts in like uh, – they say that Christmas starts – uh, on the on the months that start with R or that end with R, so September all the way to December, it's all Christmas oh, all the time. That's an interesting culture, and I'm right? like, wow, that is that's got to be awesome. I mean, that, I do that, love that, Christmas. That, that kind of puts. I'm not gonna talk shit about my own faith, but that kind of puts you know Yule to shame. But it was only 12 <laughs> days, but still, yeah. But yeah. no, so the, the the plan is whenever, I mean, this is an open invitation to anyone who may be in Vegas for New Year's or they want to come out. I'm going to try and get this suite and just try to have a big party. And so we can actually go outside and watch a damn good fireworks show in Vegas on the balcony on the strip. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Shit, I, I hope to see like, you know, James Babb and may, maybe if we can get Steve Miller, Miller, Miller out here. We need a kid. I'm I'm serious. We're, we we got to kidnap him and then get him out here. But, but the problem is he's got that house. I don't want. Does he own it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I think that was a deal. He, like dude. he owns it and he rents out one of the rooms. I believe Either that, or he could. Okay. I could be wrong. I mean, he's only my co-host on the show. I should no. Okay. Things. So the so so Steve, get in touch with me. Let me know because I mean, podcasting for one. Yep. <laughs> we 
I'll go out there specifically, kidnap your ass. We can set you up with a place here, and you can rent that house out. We have ghettos. We have wonderful ghettos. Oh, God. North, North Vegas would be it, excellent for It would Steve. put Kensington to shame, some of these areas. <laughs> I know. I, I've, I've actually lived in a couple of them, or one. I lived in one. It was yeah, bad. Yeah, no, sorry. I, 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 I stay south of North Vegas. Oh, North. There's parts of North Vegas that are really nice. Parts. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> seriously, it. I work... I work off Cheyenne. Was it Cheyenne and Galwin? No way, no. Those run parallel. So basically, Galwin and Pecos. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of an Emo Phillips joke. <laughs> joke. It's like, how do I get from First Street to Third Street? <laughs> and I was wondering, what street would I have to turn on? But then I remember that Einstein once postulated that parallel lines eventually meet. So they're trudging the car out of the water now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, e- emo's great. Yeah. Emo, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, oh, um, we haven't even. I don't think we've even mentioned Larkin. The whole Larkin scandal. Well, this is the new. It's year. already this, okay, over. It, it, well, no, now. it was. It was what a scandal for a week, and everyone had basically said, "Fuck it, who cares?" Yeah, and and moved on. But wasn't he his friend? Like the guy who whose wife he was. So the story you know, is you, did, you the, know the, you know we met her at Jackalope right or at least I did. Okay, well let's <laughs> look, we're bearing the lead. So the allegation is, and it seems like it's legit. The allegation is that there's a, uh, I guess she's a blogger or a YouTuber. Is she both or something? The dragon anarchist lady, right? She's like a, her basically her stick is she's a dragon reincarnated. But reincarnated. That, that's offensive yeah. to dragons. <laughs> And she, uh, Sorry, I, keep, I keep on stepping quit in your kicking mic stand. my mic stand. Anyways, um, she, I'm drunk. She's married, and she was having an affair with Larkin behind her husband's back. I'm not sure. Actually, no, I think the husband knew. No, the husband didn't know. The husband found out. Oh, and was upset by it. But I, I, the the thing that I'm questioning is whether or not the husband was friends with Larkin, because I think that's the key into telling whether or not Larkin's there, truly there a was, person. It's on YouTube. The guy was drunk when he actually recorded it, but he explains everything that happened. Yeah. And it was what? So two months ago, two, three months ago that. Yeah, it was a while ago. And then we never, I don't think we ever talked about it. But. No, we didn't. But again, it didn't really merit that much shit talking. I mean, it just. Because there was one important infor- piece of information that I wasn't 100% on. It seemed as though that, his f- that the guy was Larkin's friend. Like they were actually friends. And he was having could, an affair be on his wife behind his back, and that that would be a, that would be a huge issue. But no, actually, it's a huge it's a huge issue. Period, because the wife was unfaithful to him. And well, that that's her problem. Well, I don't, no, I don't no really actually, care. That, no, that's the that, that's the family <laughs> problem. I, I I am not in a moral position to make. <laughs> well, no, actually, here you you can I'm not admitting if, the home wrecking, but if well, no, it's true. Plenty of yeah. Plenty, <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of other people already threw out the home yeah. record fucking the verbiage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the what is it? The the what they call him? The flannel Jesus? <laughs> no, the denim Jesus. Oh, den- <laughs> denim Jesus. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> That's a nice Canadian tuxedo you got there, buddy. <laughs> Honestly, as soon as that shit started blowing up, I just I didn't want anything to do with this. So I both unfriended him. You know, people are going to say, well, Larkin has done so much. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, Larkin did the, the dangerous superstition, which was it's a brilliant idea. And it, it's something he can claim on his own. It's not something he just pulled out, you know, pulled from someone else. Like a lot of these 
so libertarians do. They they learn the NAP and then they're like, oh, I'm gonna make a million dollars. Where. A million. Or, or, or if like Berwick, you lose a million yeah, dollars and then gets money. gets sued for just a passport re- scam. Yeah, and, just you know. regurgitating the same shit over and over and over and over again. That's not even their ideas. But the dangerous superstition was his idea, which is kind of um, that the state is basically a religion and it's the worst of the religions. It's the most dangerous that's one of the religions. In a nutshell. I know, but see, I've heard, I've heard that from a lot of other people before I even heard of Larkin. <sighs> But, but I think the dangerous superstition was... Okay, who said it first, Larkin or Molyneux? Well, definitely Larkin. Larkin's been around a lot longer than Molyneux. Okay, I just... Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just curious. Cause yeah. So, I mean, I will give him that. And Larkin followers seem to be a little bit more uh, knowledgeable and stuff. Right, but they still worship him like a fucking god. Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about... okay, Not as much as Molyneux. Well, no, okay, so... Every, yeah, everyone has their downfall. We've seen the downfall of Molyneux. We've seen the downfall of Larkin. But there are still the sycophants who will, you know, defend them tooth and nail yeah. until, you know, the state comes and just clubs them because they won't shut the fuck up. And he is one of those kind of people where it's like, oh, let's let's moralize every single action of every single thing and always talk about the nap and how government's immoral. This is immoral. That's immoral. That's moral. This is immoral. This is moral. That and is okay. I, so I, I, that example right there, the moralizing, like, you know, if, if that's true, because I hardly see anyone ever talking about Larkin anymore because he's pretty much tried to retire from public life yeah. with the exception of this snafu. But the whole moralizing which is a great in television game, by the way, snafu. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it just comes back to the moralizing. I mean, that's it's it seems to be making a comeback on Facebook and it's just nauseous. I get nauseous reading that shit. It gets old. Like the nap shit, it gets old. This is moral, this is immoral. How, what's that morality? I mean, how is that morality going to protect you if someone is coming at you with violent intent? Well, you can it's, it's, a, it's you whether can, or not it's a measuring stick to tell whether or not the person that's coming after you is acting is acting as a moral agent. Does it matter? They're coming after you. You well, better fucking defend yourself. The idea that it's immoral, immoral has no basis on there because you're going to try and fend for your life. It's either fight or flight. Yeah, but you know what? You know, the, the, the rules the, of computer mechanics are oh, you right. can apply so, that so to everything. Arm, <laughs> so armchair philosophers are going to, you know, and yeah. that's basically yeah. what it is. The point of philosophy is not to say what you ought to do in a particular situation um, to, to save your life. It's whether or not is this moral, is this justified, is this legal? Right, Those but, sorts of but, questions. but people, especially when is it consistent? When you have some libertarian shit posters who they used to be really good, and then they just got sick of everyone's shit and started to shit post. That's that's their stick now, and so but you have. I the, love shit posting now. No, I'm. <laughs> l- listen to what listen to what I I'm saying. I'm not you know demonizing it. What I'm saying is this is what some people have chosen to do because they're so sick of the movement or the community mm. because it's all. These moralizing bastards. Yeah. It's the same reason why people hate anarcho-communists, too. It's because they're constantly talking about exploitation, 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 just regurgitating over and over again. So, it's not when you, when you actually start talking to the ones that have a little bit of knowledge, people who are well-read in their little ideology, yeah. but you can actually have a rational conversation Oh, right. With. What is it? Um, their, their ideas are irrational, but... Who was your buddy on Discord? Uh, the- he's not a, he's not an anarcho communist. He's actually a, he's just a, a Marxist. But I think he's starting to come over to uh, at, like the egoist 
kind of anarchism. Right. He's he's kind of coming over to that, but he he's he's of the firm belief that like uh, anarchism, like, communism is is a terrible idea. And cases in point would be was it uh was it Yugoslavia? No, not Yugoslavia. You the Ukraine or Ukraine, not the Ukraine. I don't want to offend. My I think there was actually like one person from the, from Ukraine who actually follows my stuff. I keep seeing hits from Ukraine. I'm like, okay. Well, so if, if, if it's Dennis Cherryman, I got to give him a and shout then the other out. one was <laughs> Spain. And if you look at those things and actually look at the history, there it was a very authoritarian state. It was a state. It was a government. Like the CNT in, in Spain was a government. Yeah. Right, but if you're talking about the Ukraine, the Ukraine wasn't really a state. Ukraine, not the Ukraine. Does it, it, you don't need an indefinite article. Okay, so <laughs> so Ukraine. But Ukraine, I don't have to say it anyways, it wasn't a state until the 20th century. It was actually a part of Russia. No, well, I guess they had like a... Because I'm not too familiar with post Ukraine. World War, Post-World War II. That's when Poland got divided up. That's when Ukraine, at least I believe, unless someone... Can, can uh, correct me on this. Ukraine kind of basically became a state roughly around then too. I, I don't. I don't know too much about Ukraine because it's never really brought up in anarchism, and it's for good reason. It's like the worst example. Um, but Ukraine actually did have either a city or for for a while their entire country was anarcho-communist, and the anarcho-communists a lot of them won't bring it up because it was so terrible. But they will still defend Spain, which was as not as bad, but it was, it was pretty, it was pretty fucking bad. Like they had concentration camps, and not only they did, were they just concentration camps. Like, oh, they're light concentration camps. No, they actually called them concentration camps as well. Like they were that bad. Um, they also had rules against um, like uh, uh, media. Like they couldn't have certain types of newspapers, and all the the only newspaper that was allowed was the ones that the CNT made. It was basically a. It wasn't just. It was. It was a de facto state. They just didn't call it a state. That was the only difference. Right. Right. Yeah. But actually, I'd rather. But that's that's what he points to when when he's ever talking about the stuff. Um, he's like, that's why I don't I don't buy the whole anarcho communism thing. But he's been really kind of into Max Sterner. <laughs> Speaking of, of Max Sterner, a lot tell, of people are into. Tell Max me about Sterner. Brian Sovereign. <laughs> you probably know more about him than I do. <laughs> like, I have no beef. With, okay, okay. I have right. no beef right. with Sovereign. I'll bring it up. I have no beef but with them. <laughs> but you, you did mention that you had beef with them. I, I did, like, and then what could you possibly have beef with Brian Sovereign? Like it, feminism? Like no, it wasn't even that. It was a, it was a contradiction in terms that he had made on a Facebook post. But after speaking to a couple other people outside before I addressed it, they corrected. Okay, they corrected me, and then that was it. Then yeah, it's no longer a beef. I just. You know, it's Brian is Brian. So yeah, there there there's one thing that I'm happy that I did was giving Brian Sovereign a dollar uh, a month for his Patreon because he does. Um, I think he actually does two of them now. He actually does the uh, the secret podcast, and I think he does one that's called the Double Secret Podcast. So it's like the Q and A and the Double Secret Podcast, and they're really good. Even even if it's shit that I don't care about, because he did like one about video game movies and the best comic book series, and it's like. Well, I don't like any video game movie, except for maybe Mortal Kombat. But even still, I don't recognize that it's kind of hokey. And in comic books, I'm not. I'm not into comic books. I like comic book movies, but I don't like comic books. And yeah, I've I've kind of gone that way. I've I've gone away from actual comics and gone into comic movies. But even then, with tell me about Doctor Strange. 
<laughs> Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Strange. So basically, Iron Man on shrooms. Yeah, that's about and right. And I, I propose a theory about Doctor Strange. Since you said you didn't want to see it, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go see it. And you were like, ah, I don't care. I'm not going to go see it. I'm like, well, well, I know it's another Marvel. No, there, there was a. There, there was a I know, but that was the point. Because I'm sick and tired of origin stories. I wanted to see something like Spider Man Homecoming, where it's not going to be an origin story. They're going to jump right into it. That's good. Because how many times do we need to know right. that story? And you know what? Uh, Batman versus Superman, I have no idea why that they try to turn that into an origin story for Batman. I have no idea why. I know that my grandmother knows the origin story of Batman. Why are we covering D- this D- again? <laughs> no, DC. I've had – there are a lot of comic book people at Amazon that I've had conversations with mm-hmm. and debates. And DC is great with their animated series. They've done phenomenal work with them. The Killing Joke? Yeah, you like the killing. Joke? I haven't watched it yet. I I see. I okay, got that no, halfway see, through it, and I was like, this "Yeah, is boring." I've fuck. I've read the <laughs> I've read the killing. Joke. I'm just talking about DC animation as a whole. Their animation okay. studios is is pretty top notch. Yeah. Marvel's got it with the live action, mm-hmm. but now Marvel's running into the Disney problem that Star Wars is facing. They're doing bland. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. My ass. Wrong. Wrong. I don't know. Wrong. Check out Red Letter Media and and their their new Wrong. Star Wars, you know, criticism. Wrong. Wrong. Regardless. Wrong. Doctor Strange was it, it was another boring origin story which felt too rushed because there was a lot too strange than they even alluded to in the movie. Yeah. Now the problem is but that was a really really there was a lot going on. No, there's the a movie. lot Okay, visually yes, there's a lot going on. No, I mean just as far as the storyline as oh, well. Oh, right. There're multiple dimensions and everything. But here's the thing. So Robert Downey Jr., his contract is up after the Infinity Wars parts one and two. Now those are separate movies done by the is Russo. He do it more? Or no, I think done? he's done. Which is why, if you look at it, Doctor Strange was kind of kind of looked to be the Iron Man replacement. Oh. So Benedict Cumberbatch will become the new face for Marvel as opposed to Robert Downey Jr. That's what I saw in Doctor Strange. Okay, That's, I, I'm perfectly okay with this. You know, I'm okay with it, too. It's just, God, they could do better from the writing department. They really could. Some of the dialogue it's in Strange was... be... But, you know, if it's going to be in the Avengers... If it's going to be in the Avengers thing, it's no, got to be the PG-13, happy everyone for the family. No, no. Right. No, no. Okay, I, I get that. But some of the dialogue, some of it was forced. Yeah. The comedic scenes, like with him in the cape and him arguing with the cape. <laughs> now, it was funny, but it felt forced. It didn't yeah. feel natural. Like, say, Tony Stark would be arguing with. The suit. Yeah, his. Or, no, or that, with um, that, Jarvis. That, 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 you know. There we go. There was a good banter between Jarvis or Paul Bettany and then Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Even when Age of Ultron, when Vision came out, there was still good banter between the two. Yeah. Because they had a rapport. Doctor Strange was arguing with an anim, you know, with a fucking cape. <laughs> and it couldn't talk back. <laughs> it couldn't talk it back. Just slapped him. It slapped. Well, no, and, and, and its physical, its physical reactions were supposed to convey emotion or speech. They did a good job on that. Yes, but it still felt rushed. Okay. There was no establishing shot for the cape. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I. Because I, if the cape was supposed to have a personality of its own, which it does, it okay. didn't leave much to develop that. So when it, for me, when I saw it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going in this expecting a typical Marvel uh, origin story, which is always the same, right? It's like, okay, how did they come to be? And then the last part of it, we're just going to cram a quick, you know, threat, and he's going to defeat the threat and move on to the next movie mm. so that you can actually have, like, a good comic book hero movie. 
I didn't get that with this. I, it's, it's, it's sort of there. It's sort of there. There is. There is. Um, if you but want, if the, you, the, from the entire from the from the very beginning, that threat was always kind of looming, looming that he was facing, kind of, and he he just didn't want to acknowledge it. And they they weren't recognizing it at all. And then it was just sort of kind of building in the whole time. Whereas usually all these other like Iron Man, you know, like it was the guy who he was who ended oh, up being, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, Obadiah Stane. Okay, it's been a while since I seen that movie, but no, it was the fun. dude, <laughs> the dude. Yeah, <laughs> the dude. How can you forget was there the dude the whole time? And he was his good friend. And it wasn't until after the origin part came actually. Did you realize that he was like, okay, now I'm evil. Let's fight. No, no. it wasn't even that. He was always evil. Right, and yeah, he was, but, but, but what what they right. fucked up, and if you go to the actual comic book, Obadiah Stane was actually a business rival. In the comics, in the comics, okay. so, yeah, Stane was a business rival, and so the entire thing that happened, it happened, but there was never that familiarity that he had, like in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I just, if they would have kept it more to the comic side, you know, it would have made a lot more sense, and would have been probably even better. I thought it was great, but the, the, that that whole kind of formula is very apparent. Whereas this, they did a really good job Actually, trying to meld it all together. No, they one, did. They did a better. I'm not saying they did a great job. <laughs> I'm just Actually, saying, in my opinion, they I think they did a worse job. Really, in the, in the whole story arc, and then the, the different tropes mm-hmm. and what than than Iron Man, because if you want to watch a, great, I liked it better because it wasn't the same formula actually i so saw obvious i saw it was the same formula and so I fucking obvious but if you want to but see it was it wasn't as because it, it wasn't because so, it was so formulaic in all the other movies they at least tried to make some effort into trying to meld everything into one kind of cohesive story rather than origin story oh yeah yeah threat threat conquer whatever yeah. if there there is an now, Marvel isn't really known for their animation studios, but they have put out some good animations, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If people want to see an excellent Doctor Strange origin story, watch the animated movie. Well, it, an animated movie? There's an animated movie, but it, it's basically the the live action movie, but it gives more. There's more. The big issue I, issue I had was time. It did not show the passage of time where Strange was learning his magic and his techniques. They the didn't an- do that with this movie either. No. Yeah. The no, the animated movie does show that. Okay. The live action does not. Yeah. So that's why I just feel the, the animated is far superior. But they they did somewhat of a better job. No, the lack of time I mean, the, la- the lack of than they normally do for Right, stories. but that lack of time really pissed me off. When I watched it, I'm like there is no delineation of time because it does not take two or three weeks for strange to learn this it takes fucking years yeah and where he's at basically time stops he's in a little kind of like a pocket dimension mm-hmm. in near tibet or up up in like northern china not in india but in china <laughs> was that was it in india yeah it was in okay. Kath, like Kathmandu um oh, around that area okay, okay. but yeah and uh, the and they, the, and they the, did but they did kind of it wasn't just like because all the other movies are just kind of like Here's the origin story. Here's where they come from. Oh, something happens that turns them into the superhero real quick, and then Gal- one, and then in ten days they're a superhero defeating evil. And then Guardians the of the Galaxy was not like that. There wasn't a really an origin story. No, though. there isn't. <laughs> there that's it, why I like that. But no, that's right, my, my right. Favorite so so far. actually, with Guardians two, there is no origin story. You're just you just find these characters, and now you're learning more about them. The fact is that Star Lord is part. You know, oh, alien, right? Yeah. 
And now the second movie, you're actually going to meet his dad, his like absentee dad, you know, played by okay. Kurt, played by Kurt Russell. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So this is all spoilers to me. So. No, this, this is <laughs> they 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 did all this at Comic Con, and I'm really looking forward to the new Guardians yeah. movie. They have a trailer out. The trailer's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I saw that. It's amazing. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> you learned all your secrets and desires. Do me, do me. Yeah, that was brilliant. No, did you see the one where Groot was like, you know, trying. Drax is like my favorite <laughs> all these movies so far, yeah. No, but Groot, he's trying to, uh, Rocket's trying to tell Groot to yeah. press the button for the bomb. Yeah, like, Groot's like, he's like, no. Don't do that shit. Uh, off of the button. But baby Groot's fucking cute. Yeah. I, but I don't know if Vin Diesel is actually doing the voice for him. If Groot probably actually not, probably if he grows up, if he grows back yeah. up, yeah, he'll do it. Yeah. Well, he's got to do fucking what Final or Final Fantasy? No, Fast and Furious eight or nine or ten. Oh, God damn it, <laughs> dude! That, that yeah. I saw the first one and I was like, that's more than enough for me. <laughs> no, I, I, I dug <laughs> it. I love that Charger. The Charger was fucking no, badass in it, but no, 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 boring. No, boring I'm as fuck, kind of a car guy, so yeah, the Charger okay, was okay. badass. If you're if you're into cars, yeah, that those movies are great for you. But other than that, yeah. All the other people I know that are into it are chicks that are like, oh, Vin Diesel, oh, The Rock. Oh. It's like, that's that's not a selling point for me. No, right? Actually, if The Rock's in it, I'd watch it just because The Rock's awesome. Oh, wow. I guess I'm getting quiet again. Better turn myself up. Have you ever seen uh, Walking Tall? Like, there, there was an original, and then there was the remake with The Rock. Mm-mm. It's actually ba- kind of, it's based on a true story, I believe. Yeah, actually, it is based on a true story. Guy goes to war, comes back, and his his town's kind of has gotten shady and shit. So he goes on to become try to become a sheriff, okay, and fuck shit up. <laughs> yep. But what was it? Um, the the only thing I don't like about Guardians of the Galaxy, and it has nothing to do with it, it has nothing to do with it. It's the ideas that it presented that DC was like, oh, let's copy this and ruin Suicide Squad with <laughs> there, There's a meme going around because DC was established 20 years before, maybe 30 years before Marvel oh, yeah, even yeah, yeah. was. So there's a lot there's a lot of ripoff from DC of Marvel characters. So let's take... It's, uh, it's their turn now. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take Thanos. Thanos was ripped off. I believe it was Darkseid, though I'm not... I'm not well versed in DC characters, but I believe that's it. But there's been a lot of, you know, ripoffs. Oh, Deadpool. He's uh Deathstroke. Deathstroke's a original yeah. DC character. Deadpool was the ripoff of, of Deathstroke, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Blatantly so. Yeah. Like, even even but, Wade Wilson is like a pun on his name. Yeah, too, but so. even but even then, it's just like Marvel just did it better. Yeah. Let's <laughs> I mean, be honest. I mean, I know a lot of people are like hardcore DC fans, but sorry guys. Yeah, Deadpool is probably the best. Best of the comic movies out of this bunch, out of all of them so far, I think as as a as like a like a real comic book movie, I think probably Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the best. That are just like a solid like. You're you're uh, overall. So you're, you're talking about overall. Overall, yeah, yeah. Like I had a better time overall when I went inside and I saw Deadpool, but I wasn't expecting a typical comic book movie. Right. No, it, because it's, it's not. Dead, it's Deadpool. Yeah, and then. No, actually, I have to agree with you. I'm thinking back. I mean, I disliked, but as like an actual comic book movie. Dude, I'm I'm Norse pagan, right? And I hate the Thor movies. I fucking hate them with a passion. <laughs> Dude, the second one was so boring. <laughs> and oh god, <laughs> the first one was okay. I okay. as an origin story, but the the second one was just second. One, I was like, all right, I'm bored. <laughs> well, no, it it makes sense. I like a lot of what they did with it, but it was so fucking boring. I mean, okay, so are you a Doctor Who fan? 
not really, no. Okay. Like, I, I really okay. I gave it a fair shot. And well, I, I know I, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. Like you don't like Doctor Who, you're dead to me. <laughs> okay, I haven't really gave the '60s stuff a try. No, I'm, I'm, sure I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the new reboot, starting with the right. Ninth Doctor. I watched the one that started like 2000, 2001 or something like that. Yeah, the guy with the leather jacket. Yeah, that died the first season. Nine, the Ninth Doctor. Okay, he's actually the one that played the 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 main elf villain in Thor too. Okay. That was the only reason I watched it because okay. I'm like I like him as the doctor, but uh. yeah, I really try to get into it. It's, I'm not going to say it's bad because it was not bad. I was entertained by it, but it wasn't entertaining enough to be like, all right, I'm on the third season. Let's keep going. <laughs> it was just like okay, uh, I'm uh, going back to it. I'm yeah. going. I'm going to go back to Thor, and and no, and, and that kind of sentiment is what kind of explains it, Thor, for me. I mean, it could be great, but yet it seems as though. They just kind of threw money at it and didn't really care what was going, whereas they were more focusing on Captain America or Iron Man. Yeah. And the Hulk's never going to get into the movie. No, the Hulk is not... The Hulk's not a character you can put put a movie to. And I, I'm, I'm, I know there's like that 70s um, made-for-TV thing that was that was good with um, Lou Ferrigno. But that's no, a, actually, that, but that's a, that. They, but that was that was an exception to the rule. Hulk is if, more of a character that you really kind of are more interested in how he interacts with his surroundings rather than him himself. Well, there, I found out something interesting is because he is really one dimensional. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bruce Banner isn't the Hulk. Yes, he is. But originally, did you ever see the Edward Norton Hulk? Well, it it did poorly, no. but I believe that Edward Norton, and there are a lot of fans who believe so, he did the best representation I'm of sure, Bruce Banner. I'm sure it was better. Well, no, and he really wanted to play the Hulk in the Avengers, but because Edward Norton is such a difficult person to work with, yeah. the studio ultimately said no and then went with the other guy, Mark Rufio. Which I do like. Oh, he's such a fucking flaming liberal, though. <laughs> I don't like him as a person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I, I, I like Rob uh, Ron Swanson. Okay, I don't like him as I don't like him. I know, but as, I, I as have political views as, but. as as these fucking Hollywood actors have been com- were coming out and saying vote for Hillary, do all this, make sure your vote counts. I'm like, oh my god, I just lost no, all the, respect for the you. worst. The one that really stabbed me in the heart was the um, hey, let's try to get the electoral votes to be uh, electors to be faithless. And, and vote for anybody but you know anybody but Trump, and Bob Odenkirk was in it. Oh, God. I was like dead to me. Really dead to me. I can't watch Better Call Saul. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm done. <laughs> Actually, I was even convinced. Like I was pretty damn convinced not to watch season three. Yeah, I was already. It, I was already like, this is like the worst because it's it's the same kind of formula. Like white background celebrities saying one sentence, saying one sentence, repeat the sentence, repeat the sentence, repeat the sentence with like different. Yeah. It's, it's all the same formula. It's like, hey, electors, switch to the next celebrity. I know you guys are electing someone next November. Next celebrity, next November, next celebrity, next November. <laughs> it's like, do we need – we already heard you the first time. We don't need to hear you, you say this. I found it – But it's always the same thing. But this one was particularly like bothersome for me. Like even before I saw Bob in there. Because it was like – Well, Bob is a comedian. It was like so. this is the end of the road for them because they tried doing this – they tried doing this, you know, all through the election was making these stupid videos, and now that they finally lost the election, right? It should be like, all right, we're we're done, right? Where are you going? Get another beer. Keep talking. You're already done with your beer. Yeah, dude, it doesn't take me that long. <laughs> so I'm still talking. I don't think this has ever happened. <laughs> 
in Lawbird's history. Are you going to edit this out now? No, I'm not. <laughs> you didn't get me one? Do you want to get You're it? dead to me. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> but anyways, like I was saying, this one was particularly bothersome for me. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, but okay. I, I feel bad for the listeners because you're yelling. No, it's I'm yelling away from the mic, so it's, yeah. I have mic control. There, grab it. Grab the cord. Thank <laughs> you. Which one did you get me? Vanilla bean porter and a ruination. The ruination is going to throw me over. It's going to make me drunk land. Oh, good. I still have to drive home. Uh, well, I don't, so I am home. <laughs> yeah, you're good. It's basically all I have to do is I, – I don't even have to walk to my bed. I can just flop on the floor and kind of crawl into yeah, bed. Yeah, just don't, just, don't, just don't crush your cat. You'd be all right. But, so, but I have to actually go to the door to lock you out. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, No, Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Okay. But no, this one particularly bothered me. It was because it was like you did everything you could with this little formula for eight years. And it finally doesn't work for you. You should stop doing it now. <laughs> like, it worked for Obama the first time. It worked for his reelection, barely. But it didn't, it didn't work. You tried this, like, this was like your Hail Mary play for the entire election was making, like, eight of these things. How many things are we seeing the left do that's only going to get Trump reelected? Everything. Everything. So I, 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 I foresee eight years of God Emperor Trump. Mm-hmm. And I see him at one point with that, that background I used to have, <laughs> full armor, sitting on a throne with fucking armed guards on the left and right. Yeah. Because he has private security. He said, fuck the Secret Service. Yeah, he still got it. I think he still got it. I don't know. Who knows? No, but considering, considering all, the, all the shit that he's already faced, I'd say fuck the yeah. Secret Service, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pri- pri- dude, we're going to see a privatized White House. Well, the, the assassination the like. attempt that we missed, we were there when it happened, <laughs> but this, the assassination attempt was... We couldn't even get in the same room. Yeah, we couldn't get in the same room, but we weren't trying to kill him. No, <laughs> no we weren't. It was a British guy that was trying to kill him. Uh, the illegal immigrant. Was, the illegal immigrant was trying to kill him. The illegal British immigrant was trying to kill him. And it was it was a, it was Metro that stopped Yeah, him. it was Metro. This yeah. Because yeah, Jeff, Jeff was there. He was just like, dude, I watched the entire thing. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, it's like I had front row seats. Holy shit! Yeah, but that was interesting. Anyways, um, <laughs> where are we going with this? I no, mean, the the reelection campaign, the the biggest real. But anyways, that one particularly bothered me because they tried everything they could, and it's over now. And they're trying, and last- they're still trying to do it. It's like it's over. Well, Stop. okay, so I, so I <laughs> and then on top of it, it's like you finally throw in the one celebrity I actually really I've always liked, and I kind of knew that he was a liberal because he used to hang out with. He still does. He hangs out with um, fucking Bob and David, um, David David Cross, and David oh, okay. Cross yeah, is yeah. a flaming liberal. But they just did the with, with Bob and David. Have you seen that show on Netflix? No. It's really good. It's it's a it's basically a, a new version of Mr. Show. Mr. Show is the best the best thing he's ever done, even better than Breaking Bad. Sorry, <laughs> at least his role in it. <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out. Sometime. Overall, the, but, the uh, Breaking Bad was a better show. But, but you know what? One, real, real quick, it got me thinking because you know all all the fucking uh, not the hate groups, the um the the so called sporadic you know protesters. That was like what two days, two days after Trump was quote unquote sl- or named victor. Mm-hmm. They protested and all of a sudden they went away. I mean, we know a lot of them are paid agitators, so are they just yeah. waiting till till January 20th for the inauguration? 
that I think something's going to be going on during the inauguration. There's going to be protests, but how what they're going to do? Something interesting because there is a lot of money behind those protesters. It's all George Soros yeah. money well, too. Well, not even just Soros money. It's also union union money too. Yeah, but a lot of that money is Soros yeah. because a lot of it's moveon.org and Soros pretty much owns that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know where this is all headed. And I, actually, I'm not I know a big fan of the Soros conspiracy stuff, but right now it's kind actually, of actually Soros conspiracy. Yeah. It's conspiracy. He, he actually is fucking kicking things. Well, no, so so, so is Koch brothers. But I mean, like, well, right. But here's the thing: are the Koch brothers the Koch brothers stay? Do the Koch brothers actually stay keep their money in the U.S. Or there's been proven ties to where Soros money has been tied to neo Nazis in Ukraine. I don't know. So. Anything there Well, the left will probably try to find some link between oh. Nazis and the Koch brothers because it's in their best interest. Because everything's got to come back to the Koch brothers. No, left, no, or, so. or yeah. everything has to come back to Nazis with the left because they love to project so much. Nah, I don't buy the 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 uh, as far as economics. Yes, mostly yes. Well, but no, but t- overall, the Nazis are a left wing thing. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, not even a left wing thing. I'm just talking about behavior. Oh yeah, they well, pro- no, no, no. they project it's, the same type of behavior that it's all Linsky stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I have that book, by the way. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I need to read it. Oh, you're going to turn libertarianism into the alt right? <laughs> yeah, because as far as tactics, go. as far as tactics, because well, fuck, we we've seen how great that you know the great Bill Weld and you know and what's his name, Mister Aleppo, did. Not saying that was a scam. <laughs> It was a scam. I'm not saying it was a scam. You know what? I, I, think, I think I'm on record right now. Said scam. Yeah. Well, I'm saying scam. Okay. You're absolved of any guilt. I I, go, I go, do go. not agree. I do not necessarily agree with the the experiences expressed on this podcast of those ones of my own, except for the ones of my own words. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you. <laughs> right? Right? I'm not gonna publicly disagree with you. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't even know where I want to go with that. I'm just he's this, oh, okay, this so whole thing is all is all, always been about money. It's like oh, we we can get more money if we if we let these two Republicans, right? But blue state Republicans but in doing that. The the Libertarian Party of the United States killed whatever fucking credibility they yeah. ever had. Yep. I mean, you want to say Bob Barr was bad? This was a hundred times no, worse. It was all James Weeks. It was all James Weeks. James, it was James, all James Weeks. Did that mind trick? How it was all James. Dare Weeks. you? It was all James. How Weeks. dare you demonize that hero? That hero of the no, Libertarian Party. He's the one that completely discredited the Libertarian Party. It was all James Weeks. Did I mind trick? Did I mind trick? Did I mind trick? Did I mind? Is it working yet? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of that. It's, no, it's I, always, it always comes like the, the yeah. It, it always well no. James Weeks became the perfect scapegoat. Yeah. He's like yeah. Well no, the Libertarian Party. As a collective, we're saying, yeah, we chose really shitty candidates. We don't stand by principles. We're willing to sell our soul, yeah. quote unquote, to the devil. But yet, this is the guy who actually ruined it. I, I don't have a problem with them kind of sacrificing some principles. Like, if, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Like, if they uh, nominated Austin Peterson, yeah, the dude's got a punchable face. Yeah, the guy's full of shit. No doubt about it. But, I mean, overall, all things considered, compared to Johnson and Root and... and uh, Bar and Weld, all of those people. The dude is the the dude is. I'm not going to fucking act, Rothbard in comparison. Look, I'm not going to act the purest and say you're wrong. Yeah, no, I can agree. Okay, I don't like Austin if, Peterson. If we're talking, about, <laughs> and no. I wanted to do everything okay, I can so, to prevent him well, from running no, too. Here's the thing: if we have to play the game, yeah, 
Yes. Okay, then that's what we do. Mm -hmm. In playing the game, we get someone who is most electable. And honestly, the two most electable people would have been Peterson or McAfee. But McAfee would have been out because of his past. Peterson had probably the best chance. Yeah. Peterson would have gotten a lot of the teabaggers. He would have, he would have gotten all the teabaggers He's for sure. Kind of disaffected one because after the because after Glenn the, Beck would have Glenn Beck liked him. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. After the Republicans yeah. co-opted it, I think the only saving grace for the Tea Party would have been Peterson. Yeah, but that's okay. Making the disclaimer: if you play the game of life, which is what these people are doing, yeah. And then there's the other side who say fuck no and they go do their own thing and then they start some stupid shit called Arcade City and a whole bunch of other <laughs> sc- whole bunch of other scams that don't seem to work. So, you know Alleged allegedly. Well, you know, f- fuck it. <laughs> Figure it out. Allegedly. Not a guarantee. I, you tell me you have that. I up. have Okay, that. go ahead. Anyways, go ahead. No, talk. Oh. Talk. What was I? Okay. Anyways, no, we're talking about Peterson. I don't we're like talking Peterson. about. I'm not a big fan of Peterson. I don't like Peterson. If if he's running and he's the only candidate that's 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 running that I have a problem with, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to stop him from getting the nomination. Oh, but know, we're we're forgetting about. Um, but I mean, like if, if there's another Root or or uh, Barr or Johnson no. who tries to run someone like that, well, I will do everything I, I can to get behind Austin Peterson. <laughs> Yeah, because I had Austin Peterson tell me in person when we were all down for uh, what Freedom Fest. Yeah, that you know, quote unquote, he's going to try and take over the Libertarian Party. Now that I'm looking at it, I don't think he's wrong. I think I think he <laughs> yeah. could actually do it. You know, and whether or not that's a that's good or bad, or if I just you know <laughs> want to want to try and destroy Austin Peterson because I'll run for president and I'll just make him look like a fucking ass. Yeah. Oh, Kokesh was running too, but yet the, the whole parking lot job. I mean, I, there is <laughs> Austin Peterson only has what the pyramid of pussy and the binders full of women. Kokesh has masturbating in a parking. He also lot. has Stonegate, but, alleged scam, but slush fun, but not, not scams. Slush I don't fun. think Austin Peterson has has said publicly <laughs> that he's masturbating in a parking lot. So I think Peterson versus Kokesh. Yeah, he's, you he's take Peter. He says. I mean, I've documented some of the things. Do we need to go through the Austin Peterson uh, Mises Institute? Yeah, thing I think we need we need to run that ad <laughs> okay. afterwards. Um, so, yeah, not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. That was allegedly. That was a Michael Dean one. <laughs> allegedly. There we go. And you can get that app, that wonderful app. It's what is it called? The Not a Guarantee. Yeah, app? Not a Guarantee app. Not it's, a guarantee it's the Lulberts app. app that Michael W. Dean. So fruit was it? So fruit fruitlessly put out in honor of the Lulberts podcast. Yeah, it basically plays the Lulberts podcast, and on top of that, it's got a thing in there so you can have conversation with friends and and not get busted and not get busted. Yeah, not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. Yeah, that that's annoying. The one, the one, the one (laughs) on loop. I mean, I could stand one. Yeah, and then there was allegedly, and then the other one was. That's Angel Keaton, <laughs> which he was still a fiend. So there was, I saw something, um, Brian Sovereign, he posted on Facebook. Now, I don't know where, he said, Angela said this, said like the Libertarian Party or whatever is like falling apart or, mm-hmm. or there was something in the thread and I I wanted to read the entire thread and see the, because I had MK on it, had Brian, everyone was conversating. But it's like Angela conversating. Conversating. That's not a word. No, it's not a word. <laughs> but I'm drunk, so shut up. But it basically, we're having a conversation. We're having a conversation and conversating. 
But basically, Angela said that the Libertarian Party or the Libertarian Ideal or whatever, the movement is dead. Did you happen to see that threat? I thought the movement was dead a long, long, long time ago. Well, like, I, actual movement? I mean, well, I, I had a movement about an hour ago. Yeah. I like the the tradition. That's a better. There's a better term for it. The tradition is still alive and well, to an extent. I mean, like a lot of the Mises Institute are still kind of sucking Donald Trump's dick. Well, they will because they still believe that, regardless that he may he is not Hillary Clinton, and that's the, their entire thesis. They're basing it off of. But whatever, they'll they'll come around. Yeah, he's not Hillary Clinton. That's that's the only thing he's got going for him. Th- that's the only, and I, I swear uh, that some of his cabinet picks are pretty interesting. I would love to see where they're going to go. If it's interesting, if it's if it's about keeping your friends close but your enemies closer, or if it's he already sold out. No, better no because they're one of the one of the persons that he has. I think uh, I, I can't remember this because I've been drinking. But uh, the the person he selected for the FDA is actually a good choice because he's very anti FDA. And it could be a really good chance that, the, that he could dismantle the FDA, which would be fantastic. It would be one of the best things ever. Right, and there's also the chance of him potentially picking Judge Napolitano for Supreme that, Court. And then the other thing was the person that he picked for the EPA is currently suing the EPA for overreach. Like, because in his state, I guess he's the attorney general in some state. I can't remember because I've been drinking again. Um and don't he's drink, actually suing Don't drink him. and do a podcast. Yeah, don't drink your and me- pod. Your memory will suffer. <laughs> don't drink and pod beef. Uh, but pod beef. Wait, no, we're beefing. We beef okay. with Austin Peterson. We beef with Ark and Rose. We're good. Okay, we're beefing Trump. <coughs> and he probably will tweet at us. Terrible show. Okay, I'm having a wonderful year. Have a wonderful, Dude, awesome year. Unlike would, the Trump. Do you know? Do you know how much fucking recognition <laughs> that would get us? Yeah, I would be fucking epic. I, I would. I would terrible show. Yes, I would, I, I would <laughs> welcome all criticism from Trump. Mm. It would just make us that much stronger. But but to to some of his his good points, I mean, like I said, he, like the guy he's choosing for the EPA is suing the EPA, and he's suing the EPA for overreaching what they should be doing. He's not a fan of the EPA at all, which is great. And there's a lot of these kind of picks where he's people that are philosophically opposed to the whatever administration they're they're in charge of leading it. And there's there's a lot of potential in that. I don't think it's going to go very far. Because it's government, and once you get power, it's kind of like yeah. Ring. Well, no, and then he also you also have to fight against the deep state now, and yeah. that really depends how resourceful or how resilient are his picks against the deep state. Yeah, probably not much because they're not none of these people. I don't think are like we need to abolish the FDA and let it go to the free market. No, n- Trump is not a free market guy. In the slightest, there's there's some no, he never, ha- he never has been. It's always but. been kind of like we should have favored industries, and that's kind of what his policy's been. Even before he's in office, he's already like did the carrier deal, which I say it's a subsidy. I know people disagree with me that it's a subsidy because it's not like a direct money transfer from one person to another. Rather, it's save a little bit on your taxes if you do what I want. I think that's just it's actually it's basically kind of like no, what it is. It's, oh, I owe you ten bucks. Let me pick up the tab. That's what it is. It's it's. A roundabout way of strong arming. Yeah, I mean, so he's strong arming an industry, or trying to strong strong arm a company. Actually, he's already done that. He's done it. I think with Verizon, or I think it was Verizon. Ford. Ford. Ford, Ford's an interesting case. But here's no. Okay, so Ford is an interesting case when it comes to the bailouts. But because as far as I know, Ford never took any money, unlike GM. 
Yeah, but I I don't think that was that deal seemed like it was all carrots at the time. Oh no, I mean, well, I'm sure there was a stick involved, oh. and it seems like there was a stick involved. No, it wasn't just like we'll give you a tax break if you keep your jobs in America. It was like you keep we'll give you a tax break if you keep your jobs in America, but if you don't listen to us, <laughs> we're gonna fucking well, you we're know, gonna rape you in the ass. Well, no, okay, so we have the first installment of economic fascism. We'll just see how it rolls out. The first, <laughs> well, actually, the first, the first open, first, no, first open case of economic fascism. No, no, I, I remember like there was like, a big thing like oh, uh, Molyneux was complaining that people were complaining about Trump because he's a like he's an economic fascist and he's like that's just hyperbolic talking. It's like no, I just said the same thing about Obama, said the same thing about Clinton, said the same thing about Bush. It's the thing, every single one of these presidents we've had, at least since well, FDR, if not even further back. Yeah, I take that well, back. No, I'm, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm the ones that, about, I, can, I, that, I'm, that I, I know about, I could say, have gone all the way back to FDR. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. But I'm talking about so out in the open. He's like, yeah, I met with Carrier. Guess what? They're staying here. Yeah. Hint, hint, wink, you know, wink, wink. I mean, so blatantly obvious yeah. that he strong armed him. No, because FDR used to do the same thing too. He used okay, to, so so <laughs> it was, and it was even worse because he would actually send people over and strong arm them in person with actual with actual like people with enforcers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Within arm's reach. Yeah, but again, I, I can't. I mean, it's the past, and may, yeah, it may be documented, but it's nothing I lived through. Yeah. So is it the first and, and, one that you? Yeah, I've I've seen personally. Yeah. Okay. So I mean. All the shit with let's see. While you're paying attention, yeah, Reagan. Yeah. I've only been. Paying I'm sure. I'm sure it probably happened with Clinton oh, and Bush. I just oh, wasn't paying. Actually, attention. no, it did. I know it did happen because it would bring up things that Clinton did that I vaguely remember as a kid. I'm like, oh yeah, he did yeah. do that. Like the bombing of what the aspirin factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, Alien Gonzalez. Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I I w- I was in jail when. Uh, they did the whole Monica Lewinsky Damn. thing. I was actually I was watching TV in juvie. Ju- yeah, uh. <laughs> I was in juvie while they were fucking doing the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. I'm like, what the fuck's going on these days? What was the other thing? Um, what was the other thing that I, that I really hated about Clinton? Oh, Ruby Ridge, Waco. Waco. That was it. That was it. No, Waco. actually, that's that should like. <laughs> well, because I was really into cults, and when I was looking into like cults and stuff, like one of the things that, that gets I'm brought gonna... up in cult circles is like. Yeah, cults are absolutely terrible. But you know what's worse? Ruby. The Clinton administration. Yeah, like a lot of the if, – if you talk to a lot of these anti-cult people, except for Rick Ross, which is so funny because he was actually there helping, allegedly helping, yeah. <laughs> helping the FBI in that matter. Yeah. Uh, they're all, they will all tell you like, yeah, the only thing that's worse than a cult is this federal government. <laughs> and a lot of these people are like hardcore liberals, like Steve Hassan. Right after Waco happened, he did this big talk, and he was he was basically it was a whole bashing of Rick Ross and and the FBI Gen- and their handling Gen- of Gen- Waco and all that. Yeah, and he was like, "This was absolutely terrible and unexcusable." And we've been going on for like an hour and ten minutes so far. Okay, yeah, and <laughs> we can go on longer if you want. I got more beer. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I think we should wrap. What the fuck was even the topic of this? I mean, we didn't. This bash- is the Lulberts. We don't have topics. Yeah, but I want to bash on more liberty. 
<laughs> I want to bash on more libertarians. Maybe we should make that for the the Patreon show. Well, there's not there's not really much to going on as far as libertarians. Everybody's kind of like at home doing stuff with family. That's kind people of like- are still sucking uh, fucking Jeff Berwick's dick when it comes to economics. And are they? Like, yeah, I, I saw someone. I know he, there's like he a- mentioned something about some something that was going on, and people are like, oh my god, Jeff, you're so right. I'm like, really? You're you're taking advice from a from a fucking Canadian who lives in Mexico who sold bogus passports to people? Really? They don't know that. They do now. Listen to the show. What, what God, show? Our show? Fucking oh, your... yeah, but yeah, but in, in all comparison, as much as I love the Lulberts and it's not because I'm biased or anything, we don't get the kind of listeners that even the Freedom Fiends get, let alone no, but, a- Anarchist but, or... But the Fiend... Yeah, Anarchist. Adam versus the Man or anything like that. Adam versus the Man is no more. Oh, what is the Freedom Line, whatever. He does the Freedom Line now. That's what it is. Oh, well, I'm gonna plug. Allegedly. I'm gonna plug my video to to uh, <laughs> show people how much or what I really feel like. Adam Kokesh, go to the Tao of Subversion. Oh, you're burning you, the book. YouTube channel. That's right. Yeah, it's it's all it's all like esoteric artsy shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's how I feel about Adam. Not a big fan of burning books. <laughs> no, I but I, I, I understand. I understand it. But it's just kind of like ah. Yeah, burning books. But anyways, no, I mean, I still have my book. I, I like the fact that he, the way he signed my book. Well, so right. That's why I'm going to keep my book, right. which I, I is basically that. says, fuck you, Jim Jesus. Well, no, okay, so what, what he <laughs> what he said, what I Adam... Like, if I'm going to have him sign it, I'm going to have him sign it in a way that I'm going to enjoy. Adam plater, plagiarized what he fucking wrote. Oh, yeah, but on, he admitted it. No, this is something he didn't admit. Okay. To Freedom and Beyond. That's he freedom? fucking plagiarized <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Did no. you, where is that? Did you read the book? No, it's on the fucking cover. Oh, shit. He wrote it on the cover, and if you watch the video, it's right there, dude. I got to look at this. Was it Freedom? No, go, go to no, go to YouTube. No, no, I'm looking at the, the title of the, the image of the book. Yeah, it's just Freedom, but he wrote in Sharpie or Whiteout oh, yeah, yeah. to Freedom and Beyond. The Freedom and Beyond. <laughs> Oh, right now, that's wrong. Tim well, Allen. I was gonna say, wait a minute, Tim Allen's an anarchist, so you know, yeah, this kind of works. Is he really an anarchist? Oh, he yeah, came, right. he yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Him. He came out on Fox News. I don't, I don't think he's really like a philosophical anarchist. I think uh, he's just kind of like, I hate the government. I'm just gonna call no, myself an I, anarchist. No, I think he may be a little bit philosophical, but maybe not not the way we see it. But mm-hmm. you know, his ass is getting raped by taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam Kokesh, stay in jail. Okay, this is something I'm... Whatever. Who is that? Leonard Lakoff? Ah, it's a oh, guy! It's a, it's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> it's a dude! <laughs> Not gonna say who that is. Anyways, um... Michelle Obama. <laughs> uh, anyways. He's a dude. <laughs> I don't buy it. <laughs> I do. You really? Yeah, no, I, I do. don't. I do. I don't buy it. Anyways, well, it's either... Anyways. I, it's either... I'm wrong or I'm right. I mean, <laughs> I just like that it's that's a joke. I, 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 even though I don't agree with a lot of these kind of weird, Dude, she's conspiracy very theories. fucking masculine as a man. But I mean, like I mean, even like woman, Pizza or, Gate and I'm stuff drunk. like that, I still find it amusing. The Pizza Gate thing, the Obama is a man. No, uh, Obama is a man. <laughs> Obama, oh, Barack Obama, Obama is a man. Michelle Obama is a man. Barack Obama may be a gay man, and Michelle Obama may <laughs> yeah. be. Oh, he's a Muslim. That one's great. Oh, and maybe, dude, Clinton, Clinton has a kill list. Uh, what was the other one? Well, Obama had a kill list. 
Why doesn't Clinton? But I mean, like, <laughs> pri- like a private citizen having to kill. <laughs> the Clintons Alleg- used the Clintons allegedly. used to be the most powerful family in America. Yeah. Now they're not. Yeah, now they're not. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. And it, it Unfortunately, took- we gave it to Trump. It's- <laughs> <laughs> it's- it's- it took the troll of all trolls. I mean, God, El Trolle? I mean, can, can we come up with like a Mussolini type? like El Trolle? El Trolle? Yeah. I mean, fucking he, he oh. out-trolled everyone. He trolled the entire country. Yeah. What's his name? Um, Dave Chappelle was like, we just basically elected an internet troll to president. But we should give him a chance. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know, yeah. Dick, I, mean, I mean, we've Dick had Chappelle, all kinds of crazy psychopaths and well, sociopaths in the White House. If, if Why actually, not a troll? <laughs> if, if you look, if you look at a lot of his interviews, at, you know, recently, Dave Chappelle actually has some interesting uh, views. Yeah. I don't think he falls all the way Democrat, but he's not libertarian nor Republican. No, he, he's no, a no. weird mix. No, I, th- I think he's he's maybe a libertarian at best, but he's he really has a really weird view on race. He really does. If you go and watch those Chappelle shows from the 90s, you can see that there's some stuff in there that's like, wow, they allowed this on TV, like even on cable TV in the 90s. It was 90s? on Comedy Central. No, it was Comedy Central. Yeah, Comedy, Comedy, no, Comedy Central in the early 2000s. That's early when, 2000s, okay. Yeah. Dave Chappelle in the 90s wouldn't have happened. The Chappelle, Chappelle show in the know, 90s man. wouldn't have happened. Did you he s- actually, no, Chappelle. The Dana Carvey show was pretty pretty out there, man. Never watched it, but Chappelle did. Okay. Well, no, Chappelle. <laughs> you got homework now. Yeah, I got homework. <laughs> but the Chappelle show actually really did push a lot of envelopes, and they got a lot of stuff through. And South Park, well, Chappelle's show was able to succeed because of South Park. Yeah, South Park. Because it was all down. on Comedy Central. So since Comedy Central had pushed South Park and there was... There was pushback, but not much. Why not let Chappelle yeah. go? I really think one of my favorite sketches from the 90s was from the Dana Carvey show. There was – I think it was a mug root beer one because he had like a series of – like a, a TV show and every episode was allegedly sponsored by another uh, – Drink. So they had mug root beer. I think they had Diet Pepsi or something like that. So every episode was a different thing. They, they, I think they only ran it for like three weeks or something like that. And the, the network was like, nope, this is too much. They had the, one of my favorite skits was the uh, the skinheads from Maine. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. Like and they, to think that was on TV in the '90s was just just insane. Like, wow, they allowed that on the '90s, but yeah. Well, what they allowed gangster rap in the early '90s, and that was you know. Yeah, that was MTV, but this was this was on NBC on network on on a no, major yeah. aired network. <laughs> on yeah, that old one. school terrestrial. Yeah, it was like um. <laughs> I think I'll bash myself a quail. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was cold. Like it was it was it was amazing to know that that show failed, considering all the, like the top notch talent it was. They had. Chappelle, you had Dana Carvey, you had both Steve Carell and Steve um, Steve Colbert. They were both on that show. Chappelle was on that. Chappelle was on it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they had like that. Must I mean, I'm wondering staff. if that's what gave him his idea for his own sketch sketch comedy. I think. It was, yeah, I think that's where he got to kind of got to start. I think he was also on SNL, but don't quote me on that. Nah, I, I, well, I don't know. Fuck SNL. I never. Found I don't think he funny. was a cast member, but I never think he found was, him funny. You never, never. No, I never. No SNL. Oh, okay. never liked SNL. Really. Yeah, even like the old, you know, Chevy Chase. Uh, I think everybody Eddie has like Murphy. a generation. People that like SNL, they have their particular generation that they kind of grew up with. They like, 
because there were certain skits. There was there was a generate there. I, I seriously, at least for me, I was born eighty two, so I I was around for like the late Chevy Chase and uh, Eddie Murphy and all that, and then Dan Aykroyd. But then went into like later with uh, Wayne's World, um, Mike Myers, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, mm-hmm. and all that, and then. Yeah, but see, everybody has their kind of generation. That was kind of my generation too. Dana Carvey, Michael Myers, Chris Chris Farley, David Spade, yeah, Phil Hartman, those those kind of people, right? Phil Hartman was awesome on News Radio. Yeah, so was Joe Rogan. But and then and then you kind of grow out of it, and you realize, oh no, SNL just sucks. And they just have they <laughs> yes. just have some golden moments every once in a while sprinkled in. For the no, most part. because it's Adam like, Sandler. It, it, no, yeah. yeah, Adam Sandler. But it's like looking at like the golden years of America. They never existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with SNL. That yeah. shit was never good. Yeah, but they do have some gold that kind of sprinkles it. Like there's some gems, gems in those turds. Right? No, I'd rather watch in Living Color than fucking you SNL. You can't sit there and tell me that there's not ever been good skits on SNL. I never watch. I'd rather watch in Living Color. So than you've never SNL. seen Black Jeopardy? No. Wow. Okay. Have so you ever, you've never seen Black wait, Jeopardy? Have you ever seen Men on you Film? Seen, you ever seen Pepper Boy? No. You ever seen the Pepper Boy skit? No. You never, Do you know who Homie the Clown Matt is? Boy. Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> okay. Never, I'm talking. I'm this. I'm talking about you know ghetto fucking black comedy early '90s yeah, to mid '90s. Yeah, in Living Color. Fuck SNL and Living Color. See, I didn't like Living Color that much. I loved in Living Color, man. <laughs> Men on Film was like in the fact, best skit. In fact, I I I couldn't stand Jim Carrey when he was on SN, uh, Living Color. Jim Carrey, yeah, okay. But I did like lo- Fire Marshal Bill. Thought it was great. I thought he was great in Ace Ventura. I thought oh, it was well, a- far, okay, that's where he got all, all the yeah. shit from. Jim Carrey was like the least least of my favorite people on there. Mm-hmm. Mine was um, Marlon Wayans. No, not Marlon. Uh, Damon Wayans and David Allen Greer. Okay. Those guys were fucking awesome. Did you watch the Marlon Wayne show? I hated the, the Wayne show. <laughs> the Wayne show. <laughs> yeah, because when the Wayne show came out, you can tell everything was all on the PC, really. The WB yeah, throwing yeah, it the out. Web, the WB was it was the same network that had Seventh Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're, <laughs> so the I mean, WB yeah. were kind of – With yeah. Jessica Beale, I would do terrible, unspeakable, but consensual things with her. <laughs> Go ahead. She was in – oh, yeah. She was in Sin City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever see the second one? With the what? Sin City. The second one? Sin City? Yeah, Sin City. No, no, I haven't seen any of the Sin City. You haven't seen Sin City? No. Oh, my God. No, I've missed out. Dude, you need to watch that. The second one kind of sucks, but the first one is, it's epic. Fucking epic. Oh, it's kind of like episode seven. No. It's it's actually better than episode seven. Because you don't have a black guy who doesn't want to kill anybody, then gets all happy when he starts killing his own people that used to be a part of. Because he well, didn't like killing for them because they're all bad people. He knew it. He oh, right. But, but, but he's willing to kill. It's called the crisis of consciousness. People oh, experience, right. And, and, people and, experience it all the time. But he had a smile when he was doing it. Yeah, because so, he realized he's the people fucking that he psychotic. were not the no, bad guys. Because he's fucking psychotic. Those people had families too, you know? Yeah. Probably was psychotic. Because he's a stormtrooper. He's a stormtrooper. No, he's not a storm stormtrooper. They pointed that fact out because he couldn't kill those people. He is not a stormtrooper. For those of you who are playing the home game version, fuck Baron, episode seven. Baron is falsely believes that episode seven is a terrible movie. It is. No, it's not. It is a terrible <laughs> fucking movie. That's a great movie. No, it's fantastic not. Fantastic. It's movie. a terrible movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's a fantastic movie. Well, since you're you. going to get the last say in it, because even if I go home, you're going to come back and say. It was a great movie. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it doesn't matter because I'm 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 
Actu- I'm factually accurate. You're factually accurate like you were factually accurate with Trump? <gasps> Damn. That was Ben Shapiro. Damn. Ben Shapiro. Was not ben. And, and Ben Shapiro didn't like it. So wait, seven. sorry. So are you, are, you. So are you. Well, then, uh, <laughs> you know what? Then so this will be the first time I side with a Jew. Okay. <laughs> That was Actually, terrible. I, I think it's, <laughs> I do think it's kind of cute though, or funny that he tends to wear he wears his yamaka. Is it the yamaka? Yamaka. I only thought they wore that during special ceremonies, but he wears that for every. No, he's a very orthodox Jew, or sort of, sort of. No, he, yeah, no. Actually, when it's a Wikipedian, they say he's he, very. He's not, he doesn't do the curls and the hat, but no, 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 no. But he's an orthodox for an American Jew. Yeah, yeah, but he's also from L.A., so yeah. <laughs> He's from L.A. So. There's a lot. Of, oh, speaking of Jews and Hollywood, watch the original. No, um, was Ocean's Eleven. The original Ocean Eleven. Yeah, no, with, no, not, not no. The, the remake. And, no, the remake with uh, Clooney. I actually had watched that. I was actually at work and it was on, and I, I had no call lights or anything, so I was just kind of like, eh, I'll just sit there. No, the this. entire trilogy, if you take it as a whole, it's fun. They're fun movies. I, I don't think I've seen the sequels. I've only seen the first one. And the first one was good. First one's good. The sec- no, the sequels and are everything good. Everything else was kind of like, wait a minute, hold on. Why are they doing all this work for this guy? <laughs> they had s- no, but the so, guy. I mean, like, from the, what I understand, the okay, guy. So that- hold on, before you go on, before you spoil it for me, because I haven't seen it, and I don't really care. So, no, I was but actually I'm just talking about say, a character. The very first movie was them. You just knocked over my lamp. Smooth. <laughs> it got all dark. <laughs> like now, yeah, now it is dark in here. I like you and all, but I'm not going to hang out in the dark room with you, so please fix my lamp. <laughs> not like that. Here you go. Uh, so the, the kind of the idea was they robbed this hotel from basically Steve Wynn. Basically Steve Wynn. Uh, not really Steve Wynn, but basically Steve Wynn. Uh, they they steal, the, steal this money from the hotel. And they're, they kind of punk him, and they're like, ha-ha, we win. And then he finds – and then the, the, the sequel is they find out there was them, and he makes them – steal money back for him and they're kind of like basically their bitch how does that work like yeah. how do they go from tough ass kick ass it guys it's, it's not tough master ass. thieves to okay what do you say? yeah to I don't emo, know. Phillips. <laughs> the <sequel>. emo phillips <laughs> it's because they went after the less actually if you look at it they go after he goes after the lesser people first and so mm. it starts that chain reaction goes up to the top okay yeah anyways okay. The guy, oh, I forget the character's name, but he's he's in Ray Donovan too. I mean, he he is a he's a phenomenal actor. You'd hear if you heard his voice, you know who it was. He played like a uh, Gould, um, Elliot Gould or whatever. Anyways, he's a Jew playing a Jew. He always plays a Jew. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Always plays a Jew. Yeah. So he's just playing himself on TV, but I found it funny. Okay. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of Jewish stuff that I really like. Um, there's a lot of uh, uh, what is it? Snatch. We were just talking about Snatch. Snatch, right? is, a, <laughs> Snatch is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of Jewiness in that one, but it's also it's also, well, it's really also there's, a lot, there's a lot of Roma shit in there too. What a what? Roma. Roma. I don't. I Do you know who the Roma are? No. Roma are gypsies. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, no, so no, Brad, no, Brad Pitt he plays a Roma. Uh, what are they called? What are they called in the movie though? Uh, Pikey's. Yeah, Pikey's. Fucking Pikey. B- Pikey. If that's okay, so they named that. But in reality, the, there's a group that goes around uh, Eastern Europe. They're named Romas. Highly discriminated against because you know they're all thieves and whatnot. Yeah. There's a big, basically roaming 
white yeah, trash. Ro- roaming gypsies. It's what they are. Okay. There's a huge... But these ones were really, huge. I, but they're not really Irish. They're not really gypsies. They're just fucking pikeys. But the yeah. pikeys take on the whole Roma because in Hungary, because I, I used to do a lot of in-depth study on Hungary, there was a, there was a huge Roma tribe that kind of wanders around. And the, the president at that time uh, was in, like, what was it called? The Jobik Party, which was, uh, the I think, the predominant party in Hungary. I mean, talking like Hitler-esque, they fucking went after the Roma. Mm-hmm. But that was 2010, so I don't know anything after that. Yeah, dude, Snatch is probably one of my probably the best kind of like gangster movies. Ever. No, Rock yeah. and Roller, dude. Rock and Roller. Well, I'm not saying it's the best. No, we're, okay. So we're talking about uh, Danny Boyle. Who who was it? Who directed Snatch? It was, a, it was he was married to Madonna. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. There we, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> Guy Ritchie. So yeah. the guy Guy Ritchie movies are generally excellent. Snatch yeah. is probably his best. His second, or at least in my opinion, maybe the, his best has been Rock and Roller. Even more than Lockstock? Yeah, Lockstock. Lockstock is more... That's more underground. If you're looking in terms of popularity, Snatch is probably his most popular. Yeah. And then he went back, kind of did underground. Did I don't some, think I've ever followed any of his other movies after that. Oh, you ever seen Sherlock? The ones with uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. He directed those. Oh, okay. Maybe I have. So, so it had it had. Well, so he, he went mainstream. He didn't mainstream like Sherlock one and two, and that was more. See, I don't really count those things. Like if, if a mainstream direct, like if a direct, if Quentin Tarantino does an Iron Man movie, I'm going to be like, <laughs> what? That's not a Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> yeah. No, but Guy, Guy Ritchie, yeah. he has a very specific Guy Ritchie. I I I, I liken to Martin Scorsese because they both have this criminal element yeah. that they tap into, but. Guy Ritchie's more gritty. It's more, you know, the London underground, whereas yeah. Scorsese's more the Italian, you know. Yeah. They kind of represent what they, they kind of portray what they, what they oh, know. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. they're both, at least in my opinion, they're both great directors. Who, I remember there was someone talking about that. I can't remember who it was, but I remember someone was talking about how weird it would be if, um, uh, was it Scorsese was, was directing, um, oh, <laughs> like a... Um, Schindler's List, <laughs> and oh, and, <laughs> okay. and, Spiel- and Spielberg directed Goodfellas. Actually, we should probably wrap it up because it's going on for like an hour and a half. So, okay, um, goodbye, people. Yeah. So, was it? What are you gonna? Well, I guess we'll plug it. We'll plug it once you get it working. Your um. Oh yeah, Liberty on the Rocks. Thing. The Liberty on the Rocks thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do anything prematurely, so once I get it all rolling, we'll plug it. Yeah. So it I Facebook. guess this episode is dedicated to Zombies Government You podcast. We Thank you. It, we did it in that style just to fucking make it got another goddamn podcast. This is coming from the Lulberts who don't make podcasts regularly. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyways, worms. Oh shit! Fuck. Wrong word. Damn it. We gotta do it all over again. All over again.
Tired of dealing with governments? Wish there was a better way of not getting busted committing victimless crimes? Tired of having to listen to your parole officer? Never again with the Bipcot No-Guff Human License Wristband. This wristband has a No-Guff patented No-Guff hologram technologies that work on your aura chakras to fungus sway vibrational energy something something to woo state agents off of your trail. It's like they can't even see you. The best part is it actually works. It doesn't actually work. It's so easy to use. Just put it on your wrist or within three inches of your quantum sacred geometry spirit energy and commit all of the victimless crimes you want and totally get away with all of them. And by all, we mean none. And with the fancy Lowbirds podcast logo on the side, you'll be the life of Porkfest. And all of this can be yours for $4.99 plus $2 shipping and handling. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, FTC, or any other three letters. This product is not intended to prevent, defend, or protect you from any legal action from the state. This product contains chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects or other reproductive harm. Move to New Hampshire, Nevada, or anywhere else that isn't a shithole and you'll probably be fine. These bands are total bullshit. They don't actually work. If this needs to be said to you, you should probably drink bleach. This is just neat-looking merchandise that can start an interesting conversation with yet-to-be libertarians. Order today at Lulberts.com. Are you sick of government lackeys who say you didn't build that? Are you tired of elitists like Barack Obama and Al Gore taking credit for the web while trying to take over the web? Are you disgusted by experts whose concept of the Internet is that it's a series of tubes? Take back the free market of computing by encouraging software developers to adopt the BIPCOT no-gov license. The BIPCOT no-gov license allows any use or modification except by governments. Go to BIPCOT.org. That's Bravo, India, Papa, Charlie, Oscar, Tango, dot org. For some reason in, in this country, and in a bunch of Western world, it's okay to just judge. Hey, this is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends Radio Show. Computer programmer Derek Slopey and I have created Fiend Phone. I'm using Fiend Phone right now to talk with and record one of my co-hosts in real time. Take it, Davi. Hey, this is Davi Barker, and I'm a thousand miles away from Michael, but we sound like we're in the same room. We sure do, Davi. So, Davi, please tell the nice people more about FiendPhone. FiendPhone is free, no-gov software that opens up a global world of possibilities for collaborative, high-quality, remote voice media production, and I'm digging it. People can try FiendPhone right now at FiendPhone.com, but we're also raising money to vastly improve FiendPhone and vastly improve independent talk media worldwide. So go to FiendPhone.com to help out. Who will build the audio roads? We will, with your help. That's FiendPhone.com, F-E-E-N-P-H-O-N-E.com, Foxtrot, Echo, Echo, November, Phone.com. FiendPhone, I never knew remote audio could be this good.